Welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I'm your host, Leslie Gaudet, self-care coach for women who are ready to make self-care a priority to support them in life and business. Every week, I'll be speaking with inspiring women from various walks of life who will share their personal journeys and will discover how they have fearlessly carved their own paths as business owners, passionately pursuing their dreams, and creating a meaningful impact on their communities. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to our Extraordinary Life by Design podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've been along for the ride, welcome back. I'm your host, Leslie, and I'm really excited to be speaking with my next guest. Today, we're talking with Amity Morales, a resilience champion, empowerment mentor, beauty entrepreneur, and founder of La Tribu de Ella Community. With a passion for guiding women on their awakening journeys, she empowers individuals to embrace authenticity, overcome challenges, and create purposeful lives. Amity's diverse expertise in beauty, teaching, translation, and entrepreneurship adds a unique dimension to her mentorship, fostering personal and professional growth. Through La Tribute de Ella community, she has created a nurturing space for empowered women to uplift and support each other. I am so excited that Amity has carved out time today to spend with me and to share her story of empowerment. So let's get started. Welcome, Amity. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. I am grateful for this time, for this space. I am so grateful for the introduction. I'm like, who is she talking about? I'm talking about you. You're an amazing woman. I'm really happy that you're here. But before we get started, I'd love it if you could tell us a little bit more about Amity, the woman, the personal side of your story, and then we'll talk more about what you do. That is such a great question. Thank you for asking that. You know, sometimes we don't even know who I am. I think that's one of the biggest pieces of this journey. Who is Amity? You know, a lot of people call me kind and sweet, but a lot of times I don't even see that about me. So it took a lot of working on me, on who I am, what are my principles, what are my values, you know? What was my real purpose as a woman? Did I come here to shine or did I just come here to survive? So Amity is powerful, purposeful, like my life has to be a purpose. I am not in survival mode. I have to be authentic and sometimes being authentic can be a little bit dark, a little bit, you know, too strong for some people. But that's where my resilience come from, because, you know, I've spoken to broken bones. I've had to heal things and go and break generational curses in my family that nobody ever had the resilience to sit and open up and have these conversations. And at the end, just being abundant to be like an overflow of blessings where even after the day I die, people will still be multiplying their families based on the knowledge and the wisdom of Amity going through her journey. I love that. It's like there's this formula that is only it's only something that you have and Although we all have our own unique perspectives and takes on what how what we coach around or how we mentor or whatever it is that we do in life, I feel like with you, as I've gotten to know you over these last few months, that there's something really special about 
what you're doing. So I want to get into that more because I realized I said, I love your story, what we have talked about, what you've shared with me over the, the few months that we've known each other. So I want to talk more about what you do. You have a diverse career, which has included beauty, teaching, translation, and entrepreneurship. So how have those varied experiences contributed to your empowerment work today? So let me add a little bit to that, which is going to be very interesting. I used to be an associate pastor for many years, and I also was the right-hand person of the pastor in a mega church where I translated to the Spanish community, and I led about 33 people. After my awakening, I started understanding that everything that I did brought me to this place. My journey my parents, where I come from, my roots, what I was believing, and what I needed to learn as an individual, as Amity, as the woman, as the mom. I mean, from couponing, to doing nails, to being a CNA, to doing network marketing, that I love network marketing, speaking, so many places that I've been blessed to be, open doors, and I've been able to be in spots that Sometimes it takes years for people to get there and I just get there and go, here, Amity, you know, lead this here, Amity. You know, it's like you said, there's something special about this avatar. <laughs> I like to call her a powerhouse because, you know, I like to pump people. I have that energy like, you know, I like I like to move it, move it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that through my career and through my years, being a mom of four, having three stepsons, my husband and I being married, breaking up, separating, getting back together. It has been a blended mingle of everything that needed to happen for me to become who I am today. Yeah, it's, it's life. And I think why it's so important that you brought that to our awareness is because a lot of time people are negating their life. They're thinking like, I don't like what happened. I don't want to even think about those things. But those things, the, the experiences that we've had can shape us in a way that either we use it for good or we use it to knock ourselves down. And so I choose to look at my past, and I know that you do the same, is to look at it from a place like, okay, this is a lesson I learned. Maybe it was a hard lesson. It's not necessarily something I would love to repeat. But I'm, when that question gets asked, I've heard this question asked, if you could go back and change anything, would you? And what would that be? For me, when I look at my life today, for me to say I would go back and change anything would then mean I'm negating everything that I have now because all of what happened for me, all of my experiences brought me to where I'm at today with the communities that I'm a part of, with the connections that I have, with the experiences that I'm experiencing. Those would not have been part of my journey if I decided I wanted to go back through time and change something. And so even though the hard things happened, I'm grateful because those things have taught me how resilient I am, how resourceful I am, you know, becoming better version of myself and surrounding myself with incredible women in my community that support me and that I can support them in the same way. So I love that you brought it back to that. Really important. Let me get back on that because you started saying a lot of people don't talk about these subjects. And that was something from the baby boomers culture that we have to address. 
Mm-hmm. My mom was so indoctrinated in, in, in a way from the culture of the woman that she can't speak up for herself or anything else like that. That when I go back to my heritage and my culture, because I'm talking about the way I overcame all of these traumas to today be able to speak that I overcame them. And that's the reason why I'm able to bring light to the darkness and speak it out without me feeling like I'm ashamed of who I am or I'm saying bad things about my parents. I'm not speaking bad about them. I'm not speaking bad about entities, cults, religion, or anything like that. I'm just sharing what my journey has been. And the reason why I had to realize, wait a second, as a mom, what am I doing with my kids? As a woman, what am I doing with my life? As a wife, am I giving the best version of me? Or am I wearing their mask? And it wasn't, you know, any other kind of mask, but the mask of not being real and genuine and authentic with me. And that's why for me, I'd rather be ugly, but be real and just say it how it is. I like that. I resonate with people like that. I am gravitated towards people like that because I, I don't want always to hear what I want to hear. I want to be able to be around people who will, of course, say it with kindness, but say to me what I really need to hear in the moment, because I feel like that's the only way I'm going to grow. So I love that. So what inspired you to create La Tribu de Ella community where you're focusing on uplifting and supporting women? And what needs were you hoping to meet through the community? You know what's so funny? We had this conversation because since our life is in a transition that we were talking about, me and my husband are just being grateful in so many ways. And And I told him, do you know when I started this? And he looked at me and I said, I was in seventh grade. When I had my first group of girls and we were 13 and I'm still friend of about five or seven of them, just so you know, through the years, through my journey, Leslie, I've always ended up being that person that leads groups, whether it was in a church, whether it was in the community, whether I'm in an office and somebody needs help. I'm the one that's going to get up and lend you my chair. I'm the one that's going to get up and hold the door for you. It was a natural instinct since I was a young girl. Plus the values and the principles that I want to say my parents and the Latino community brings a lot about. We always tend to be a little codependent in the nature of it because we take way more care of our other people. So I saw my mom always being a caregiver to everybody around us and serving the community they were in politics they were in the church like they did it all so for me it was like helping others is what i'm here to do to serve yeah so why why you know because i didn't have an amity in my life and i needed somebody just like this as broken as i was as real as i am as transparent, like I don't have anything to hide. I don't pretend anything. If I'm working, I'm working. If I'm not working, I'm not going to be like, I'm working and hustling. No, there's a season for everything. You know, there's days to work and there's days to rest. And, and a lot of people don't have what I bring to the table because a lot of us have stayed in the victim mentality where for me, child, child welfare me, victim mentality me and Amity saw that in my family and my cousins and my own siblings and I was like 
that's not what I want for me. I was seeking, I was searching, I was seeking, I was searching. I went to many churches, many religions. I read many books. I read many Bibles. I read other cultures, Hinduism, Buddhism, because I was hungry. And now I sat here and said, okay, now you got some shit figured out. Now you could sit and be a teacher for people who have doubts and questions. And I could provide a safe space, a healing garden is what I call it. So they could come and we could have conversations that are some sensitive subjects that some people have been told in my culture, you'll speak. You don't have the right to speak. Be silent. Be quiet. You're less. You're a minority. You're a woman. And start speaking them up and open the Pandora box and be like, no, we really want to know. Because like artificial intelligence has a lot more information that we want to read about. But that's a choice. So that's the reason why I decided there's a 3% of the community out there that's awakened, that it's in a healing journey, that need stability, that needs a foundation, that they need pillars and who's the mentor out there for them? Because I didn't have one. So I said, I'll be the volunteer. I became the volunteer to be the teacher and the mentor that I needed. That's why. I love that. That's so powerful. The why really is why we do what we do. And when you can tap into that, it's powerful because everything then that you do, everything, every action you take, everything that you plan out, the words you speak, the interactions, your experiences are all around that why. So I love that. Being Mm -hmm. intentional with my life, with my words, with my walk, with my thoughts, with what I eat, with how I say it. It's just being in the present moment. I'm not depressed. I'm not survival mode anymore, Leslie. I'm not just over broke. I'm not barely making it. I'm not working. I'm not hustling. I'm not running an American race. Whose dream is that? That wasn't my dream. I'm sorry. You know, I woke up and was like, wait a second. I did what my mom did. She was breaking the spaghettis in pieces because she was boiling them in half. But we have pots too big now. I don't have to break them in half. I could just boil them completely and eat them like Italian people do because now I know how they do it. (laughs) Puerto Rican people only had little coconuts that used to boil with three little blocks. You know, we were Indian Tainos. And that's the reason why it's a mind shift. Like you said, you like to be open-minded. And I like when you said that because you said, I like to talk to people that are going to challenge me to think out of the box because we've been in a box for too long and the building is empty. Like the breath. Do I stop for a moment and just breathe and be like, be still and know who's my provider and who's going to take care of me and then rest? Yeah. Which brings me to my next question. What advice would you give women who want to embrace their authentic selves, but they're feeling challenged or judged? Great question. I just got out of a consultation with a woman that has written three books. And she was saying, Amity, why am I struggling so much? And being able to bring my mentorship, my leadership, or being able to be that powerhouse and walking in that authenticity. And I said, you know, a lot of times we avoid the things that we hear from our intuition. We are avoiding. We're going, but. But, and we're not focusing and sitting down and being intentional and saying, 
What is it really that I want to accomplish? Am I feeling joy? Because I don't even tell people be happy. Because if you want to be happy, you need to be sad to feel happiness. So I don't chase ha- I don't chase happiness. I'm living in joy because the joy of my God is my strength. You know? And I tell people, this is your story. This is your song. You're writing it. You have a pen. You're writing your vision. You're making it clear. And you're making sure that when the angels, if you believe in angels, some people don't. But guess all religions believe in angels. So let's talk about angels then. So when the angels come to read your vision, they're like, oh, wait, you're going to retire at 51? And you're going to have two paychecks? And it's not going to be from any other entity but your own company? And you're going to accomplish that and, you, and like you're not on SSI, you're not on welfare, you're not on child support, you're not on survival mode and that's possible. And it's here for me and it's here for you and it's here for my community. We just have to really be real and sit down and be like, man, I've been faking it till I make it. I need to really realize I can't coach nobody to do what I don't have a testimony about. I have to become my own testimony of the codependency I healed, of the bad management skills I had, of the bad process I had in my company, of how I wasn't delegating, of how I wasn't hiring people and loving the people that God was bringing in my life, in my company, and seeing them as another human, as another light, as another soul, not like an employee, not just like somebody that has a paycheck. No, 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 no. If this person is in my life, in this season and in, in this time, I'm going to continue being intentional with everything I do and I say because I want to shine bright like a diamond. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And I love what you were saying, living in joy. Yes. Happiness, of course, is a choice. We have to choose to be happy. And, and again, you're right. We're feeling sadness. So what's the opposite to that? Well, well, we want to feel happy, but it is a choice and it can be very challenging, especially if you are not looking for ways to live in joy. So I love that you brought that up. Now, you also provide mentoring and guidance for women going through transitions and struggles. So in your experience, what's the first step to building resilience and reclaiming power? It's all going to come to coming back inside of you. What is it that you're listening? What is it that you're saying? What is it that you're speaking? Your words become your reality. That's your personal reality. Your thoughts, stinking thinking, hold your thoughts captive. What are you saying? What are you speaking? If you're speaking and gossiping and listening to the negative news, if you're all the time in that, you know, war and all the conspiracy theories and all of the pandemics and all of the God forbid, you know, let's donate money. That's a, that's a grieving, that's living in hell. And you could be in jail, being in a free community. You could be slain without even knowing that you're already an elephant so big that if you move your feet, you pull out that little tree that you were sentenced to live for so many years. So you got to understand that it's all an interpretation. It's all a mindset. And you're the only one that has the free will, you're the only one that's here to save yourself by what you believe, by what you're creating, by are you being loved? Or are your thoughts all over the place? And when you have a conversation, you can't even stay on track and be focused because you're all over the place. So 
Hold your thoughts captive and align them in a notebook. What are you thinking? What are you saying? What are you speaking? What are you smelling? What are you eating? What are you listening to? Use your senses. They're antennas and they're there for a reason. We just haven't been taught this way because we were trained to be employees, to go from slaves to employee. To, we became property of the United States and we have a social security and we have to pay our bond back to them. But the moment you understand the assignment and you're like, hold on, wait a second, what did you just say? Yeah, go back and listen to the whole video. Because the more you listen to this, the more you're going to be aware that there's no special recipe. The only thing you have to do is, what are you thinking? What are you seeing? What are you smelling? What are you speaking? What are you listening? What are you touching? Use your senses. They're, they're here for a reason. They tell you, oh, this doesn't feel right. Oh, I shouldn't sign this contract. Oh, I should find a mentor. Oh, I shouldn't be getting my nails and my hair done if my emotional intelligence is out of whack. Because what am I pretending that I'm looking all like this, but inside of me, I'm broken? My marriage is broken. So it's really just here. You have to take all these belief systems of the four main pillars. Here you go. How's your health? Because your body's talking about how's your spiritual life. How's your spiritual connection with the divine? Where is it that you're looking for a God inside of you? Out of you? How are your relationships? Because if you don't have good health with what you eat, what you see, what you think, you don't have good spirituality. You, you, you don't know where you're going. You're like lost and you need to be found and you're still being a slave of your MasterCards. And the relationships are going to speak out of the abundance of your heart. They're going to say who you really are. Because when all these three pillars are in alignment, financial, from one to ten, how are you? Just over broke, barely making it? Or are you living in rivers of living water that overflows in your abundance for your family, for your friends, for your community? That's how Martin Luther King's dream becomes a reality, my sister. I have a dream also, but peace needs to start in my house because I need to preach from my house and be the testimony that other sisters need. There's nobody that I can look up to. Everybody's trying to get surgery, look young. They want to fake it. They want to hustle. It's not about how much money my bank account has. Steve Jobs said, no matter how much money I have, I'm still dying of cancer. Yeah. Oh, I love that answer. Thank you so much. I just have one last question for you. As a woman of color, how do you help empower other women of diverse backgrounds to embrace their authentic selves and overcome obstacles? What advice would you give them to support and uplift them? I think we're all so unique. I think that every soul, every body is a temple and it was made with a purpose for a time like this. And I think that when you embrace, whether it is your blackness, your curliness, your whiteness, your white hair, whatever it is, the moment we embrace the fact that the body ages and it's okay, because I know this human experience is for a limited time, cultures are magnificent. You know, ideologies, different religions, different ceremonies, different beliefs is wonderful the way we connect with God in so many other ways that when Leslie knows how beautiful and unique and how I admire you for who you are, your peace, your boldness, 
We stop competing with who is white, who's black, and who's minority, because nobody's minority. We're all unique, and there's more than enough of each of us to become a world changer. <laughs> yeah. So the, it's just us. It's just going, always going in. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. I am so grateful for you coming on today. You've shared so much inspiration, empowerment. I am just so incredibly grateful that I got to to meet you uh, back last year and that we're still connected. I love the fact that you have a community that you are mentoring women and you're making an immense difference in their lives because again, it starts with us, the, the talk, the in the inner self, you know, as you were saying, how are we thinking? What are we saying to ourselves? What are we reflecting out into the world that's reflecting back to us? So I love what you're doing. And I hope that the listeners are feeling motivated because your advice is, like I said, it's incredible. And I hope that they embrace it to embrace their true selves after they hear your story, because your ability to really inspire helping others to turn their challenges into growth is really impactful. So I am really thankful for our connection. I am so thankful for you because I think we're a mirror. We're mirroring each other. You're also doing the same exact thing in the same exact way that I'm doing it. We just speak different languages because we come from different backgrounds and different cultures. But I think that this is the time and the season in the world where everybody realized that we were running against each other instead of for each other. And instead of creating community and going back to basics, we started running towards technology. We started running towards success. We started running towards, we don't know what we were looking for in the future. And we forgot to be here in the now and in the present moment. And I think what you do and what I'm doing is just providing that safe space to show our authentic self as women, as corporate, as mothers, as daughters, as aunties, as, you know, all kinds of positions where we are standing in this community and a lot of us don't even see each other and this has to happen. So many other women during the month of the women, which is when this is gonna be posted, feel like, okay, so I'm not alone. Don't be afraid. Don't stay living in the limiting belief, but transform yourself, reinvent yourself, awaken yourself and know that you have the power within you to co-create anything that you want as long as you know what is your true purpose. And are you being authentic when you speak, when you do and when you act? Because then that will give you the resilience to withhold whatever anybody else will speak about your journey and abundance is going to come because it's our birthright. That's what we're here for to shine. Yeah, I love that so much. Yes, thank you so much. And I'll make sure that I include your contact information for anyone who's interested in connecting further. So yeah, thank and you to so our listeners. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. I hope, again, that Amity's message inspires you to continue your self-discovery and your purpose for your life. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep believing, and designing your extraordinary lives one day at a time. Thank you for joining me on Her Extraordinary Life by Design. I hope you've been inspired and empowered by the incredible stories shared on this show. If you enjoyed this episode and the conversations we've had, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback and support mean the world to me, 
and it will help others discover the podcast and join our empowering community. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Together, we can continue to learn from these amazing women, uncover their extraordinary journeys, and be motivated to create our own lives by design. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, stay empowered and keep shaping your extraordinary life one day at a time. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. Electric acid.